This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into another edition of the bonus Six Rings and Football Things Pick'em and What to Watch pod. I am Chris Scheim. Scheim time is otherwise known here on the Six Rings podcast, and I am joined by the one and only Nicholas Fitzy Stevens. Fitzy, how we doing, bud? Oh, buddy, I got to tell you, I am all kinds of fired up for the home opener on Sunday, and I'll be having both of my eyes that aren't on the Patriots whenever possible on every monitor that's going to be showing a slew of fascinating football games in what has been an absolutely straight-up bananas NFL season 2022. Week three has a hell of a lot to live up to after the epic comebacks like the Finns over the Ravens last week. We had the Cardinals over the Raiders. Oh, my God. And which the, was, Jets, the Jets. The Jets coming noise. back. I mean, if Nick Chubb takes a knee, if he does what you know he was told not to do years ago, takes a knee, it goes under and Balt and the and excuse me Cleveland covers instead it goes over and the Jets win in one of the craziest finishes you had Atlanta almost come back from twenty eight three which would have been unbelievable and then of course Dallas shocking the world and beating the heavily favored Bengals so you want to talk about Kevin Garnett's anything possible anything is possible slate here it is kid yeah and and I think right off the bat the number one game the marquee game of the weekend has to be a game at the one o'clock slate. Uh, opposite New England and Baltimore, and that would be Buffalo and Miami. Like, Mm. this is after Miami's unbelievable comeback win against Baltimore last week, and Buffalo's just absolute train wrecking of the Rams and and the Tennessee Titans. This is an AFC... I never thought I would get an AFC East powerhouse matchup that didn't include the New England Patriots, and yet here we are, Josh Allen versus Tua and the Dolphins. Uh, The Bills are currently six-point favorites in Miami, uh, Fitzy, this game has Game of the Week written all over it. Oh, absolutely it does, which is crazy to think. Three-quarters of the money so far, or rather I should say three-quarters of the bets are coming in on the Bills. Um, I think that's a high number. I really do. Like, you know, the Finns just kind of, like, lulled the Patriots to sleep week one and then showed you, granted, against just a ghastly secondary that's given up the most 40-yard pass plays in the NFL over the last year and a half. Uh, in Baltimore last week. I think the Finns are going to be able to hang-ish with Buffalo. I love the over. I think betting the under is just uh, See, foolhardy. And here's here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come in and say, I think you're wrong. I love, love, love the under in this game. Now, why do you and love the you under why. in this game? So, first of all, the Bills are the best defense in football. They are the mm-hmm. number one rated DVOA team. Uh, yep. they are, I think they're 19th against the rush, but like number one against the pass. They have been outstanding the first two weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. Um and they're playing in Miami here. I understand the Bills are, are just a machine and they've been scoring points left and right, but this is a divisional matchup, a 1 o'clock game in mm-hmm. Miami, in that humidity. This, to me, screams under, especially when 81% of the money is on the over. This line went from Ooh. 51, it's now up to 52 and a half. Yeah. I expect that number to keep going up, so I'm going to wait until just before game time. And This number might be 53, even 53 and a half by Sunday game time, and I would love, 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 love to take the under. I just I want to be against the public here. 
and a game in Miami that I feel like might be a bit of a slog, like a little bit, a little bit of a dogfight, if you will. Yep. I kind of like the under. It's a good point because a thirty twenty win by the Bills still sees the, the under sees the Dolphins putting up more points than anyone has so far in the season against the Bills, and yet still that's an under. Let and me ask you: Are you a guy who's too, afraid of teasing an over under, Shine? Uh, no, never. I'm never afraid of uh, teasing a total. I actually did it last week with the Patriots total. I went under on the Patriots total. I also thought it was an awesome teaser leg because there was no way in hell the Patriots Steelers were getting up over four to seven and a half points. No, and I said it last week on the pod. I said it everywhere. Anyone would listen to me, the radio, the socials. I loved Patriots in the under last week. I should have bet the house, the family, the farm, and everything else I could have gotten my hands on on it because it was a no-brainer all the way. Now, this is far from a no-brainer, but I may consider teasing that because, like I say, I think you can get to 48, 50 points. Um, I also kind of like Buffalo. Like, I'm sorry, they're just too... That's too much of a wagon right now to get in the way, no matter how much the how much the heat affects them, no matter how crafty Mike McDaniel is or how speedy Waddle and Tyreek Hill are. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I'm excited for this game. The other game that I'm looking at, too, also in the 1 o'clock slate, mm-hmm. I'm going to go over to the NFC here. Shockingly, might be one of the better games of the week: the Detroit Lions and the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, are you kidding? Uh, this I I want I, this needs to be on. I I need to have my eyes on. The, I'm as interested in this one as I am in the one we just talked about and Pat's Ravens. I think this game's going to be a blast. Talk about a shootout! This game is without a doubt. Both of these defenses low key kind of stink, but both mm-hmm. of these offenses are really good. You're talking about Justin Jefferson. I'm on Ross St. Brown might be a top five receiver in football right now. That guy is out of control. Good. He's done something only like two other receivers in the history of the NFL have done catching uh, eight passes or more in eight straight games. Yes, That's and if you, add in the, if you add in the touchdown in each of those eight games, it's literally only him and Antonio Brown. Um, and so it, to see Amon Ra versus Justin Jefferson and the Lions offense has been great both weeks. I mean, they scored 30 plus both of the first two weeks of the season. But did um, Amon Ra St. Brown do a rap performance in Worcester <laughs> this week? He did not. Good job by Amon Ra. Instead, Amon Ra stays the sun god. So I love, I think over 53 is like the most square bet on the planet, but mm-hmm. I'm so into it. 93% of the money right now is on that over. I'm Ooh, with that's it. that's so risky, though. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm when so I see over 90% it, of the money, Shime, it makes me nervous in my feet. Yeah, it may change, though, because the number could go up some more. I just, I think this is going to be an absolute shootout. I think this is going to be a ton of fun. This might be... It may not be the like most exciting, most drama-filled game of the week, but I think it might be the like just the most fun. Correct. And I would consider maybe if I get off the Bills and Dolphins wagon just because I'd rather watch that one for AFC East and Patriots rooting purposes, and I consider maybe teasing the over with something else, I would definitely do an over-tease with the other one o'clocker that I think has a possibility for a lot of points, the Carson Wentz revenge match of Eagles at the Commandos. Uh, that right now is only at 47 points. I'm with you 100%. The Lions can score. They can run. They can pass. Goff has been a sneaky good fantasy streamer. Kirk Cousins is at home. He's not in prime time. And you're going to have Thielen and Justin Jefferson looking to redeem themselves after a piss-poor showing on Monday Night Football. So I love that one. And Chime, I, I mean, over under 47, I think I actually, I, the commanders are six-and-a-half-point dogs at home. And they're far from a great team. But uh, I picked this stat up the other day. Division dogs of over six points are 80-55-2 against the spread the first five weeks of the season, um, including 18-9 and against the spread at home. And this line has moved 
a ton in Philadelphia's direction. Like the public is all about getting on board Philly after that big performance Monday night. But Kirk Cousins sucks under the bright lights of Monday night. So Yeah, I love this Eagles team, so I probably won't touch the total, especially because home underdogs are always scary. Um, And I think the commanders have a little bite to them. You saw them uh, get that win in week one, and then last Mm -hmm. week even down a ton of points to the Lions. They continued to battle back in the second half. So uh, I agree with you. I think the over is a very, uh, very – very good play for that Philadelphia-Washington game. I probably won't play a side. Um, but then you're looking at the 4 o'clock games, Fitzy. The other game that stands out to me, the Jaguars and the Chargers, low-key, might actually be a fun game. I think this Jaguars team isn't terrible. I think they're actually pretty good. You saw them kick the absolute living crap out of the Colts last week. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence looks like he's starting to become that number one over, overall draft pick that they made. Doug Peterson has brought in a stabilizing force, and we all know how good the Chargers are. It, it all comes down to if Justin Herbert is actually going to play for the Chargers. If he does, I think this game's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it's trending in the right direction for him. Obviously, he was able to make one of the most beautiful throws in the NFL this season with the fractured rib cartilage last week against the Chiefs, a 41-yard dime piece to get them in scoring position after the tragedy that was that 99-yard pick six for him. I think he plays. He wears the big flak jacket. It compromises him a little bit, but not enough to be... Uh, ineffective, shall we say. Keenan Allen is going to be a game-time decision, so we're going to have to keep a good eye on that one as well. I think you could probably put a little more emphasis on Austin Eckler and Mike Williams in this one. And if the Jags can keep up with them as seven-point road dogs in a stadium, and they're used to playing with not much home-field advantage themselves, where the Chargers have no home-field advantage, it's like a really beautiful, high-definition TV and celebrity-filled neutral site. Uh, (laughs) That'll be fascinating for the Jags. I, I could... I could see maybe a splash on that one, but most importantly, I think it's going to be a really fun watch. Way more fun than the slog and the almost guaranteed under of Packers at Buccaneers. No one has anyone to throw to in that game. In my life, I never expected to say a matchup of Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers would be one that I'm not excited to watch. I never thought that, and yet here we are, Green Bay versus Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's receiver core is decimated by injuries. Green Bay's receiver core doesn't exist. So it's basically Aaron Rodgers and his two running backs versus Tom Brady and uh, Leonard Fournette. And, Mm -hmm. and, And Tampa Bay's defense has been awesome. Green Bay's defense has been Okay, is pretty good. They were okay against Minnesota. They were good against Chicago. So that's going to be an absolute slog of a game. Uh, I'll probably tune in a little bit, but it's just it's crazy to me to think that a game between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers isn't like the marquee game of the week. And we should be more excited for Sunday night's matchup of handsome Jimmy GQB and the 49ers going a mile high to take on Dangerous and the Denver Broncos. But the Broncos offense has been like watching, uh, you know, like 90-year-old people get out of chairs so far. Like, it's just been miserable. There's no punch. There's no rhythm. Uh, It looks like Jerry Judy could be compromised or out for this game. So that puts it all in Cortland Sutton. You know you got a great defense on the 49ers. Um, People are already calling for heads to roll, only two games into the Nathaniel Hackett era. Uh, The 49ers are actually going in as a a one-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. Yeah, it's crazy to me. Uh, I think the 49ers, excuse me, Oh, excuse me. Bless your boy. Thank you. Uh, uh, Three, two, one. Yeah, I actually think the 49ers are absolutely the better team in this game. Like, the Mm -hmm. 49ers are a really good football team. Uh, And Denver has a lot of issues. I understand it's at mile high, but I kind of expected the San Francisco game to be more like a three-point line instead of only one and a half. Oh, for sure as well. I mean, I'm going to watch it, but you couldn't pay me to touch it. Shime, I want to wrap up with my... um, and Monday night should be fun, too. I actually kind of am in on the Cowboys because uh, Micah Parsons has made me a believer. And the Giants and, still undefeated. 
I know Giants. I can't imagine them going three and zero. I could see that one being a bit more of a defensive struggle. Not that I'm in on the Cooper Rush era as well, but I'm just a believer in Micah Parsons. I'll wrap by giving uh, my first of many idiotic three team teases of the week. I'm going to go actually lay some action on this. The second we stop recording the pod, I'm going to take the Chiefs over Lions, Vikings, and the Commanders. Chiefs over Lions, Vikings, and the Commanders. Okay, in a in a three team tease. And a three-team tease, which means right now I got the Chiefs at five and a half, so they just have to win. Over Lions-Vikes then suddenly drops to only 47. That should, they should score that in the first half. Uh, the Vikings are 30th in defensive DOA, so that should, be, uh, that should be an easy one. And like I said, I can't see the Commanders losing by more than 10 at home. They got, I got them at six and a half right now, so they could lose by up to 12, and I still be with sitting pretty. So that's my idiotic three-team tease of the week. Chiefs. Over Lions and Vikings and the Commanders. Yeah, mine's gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you one too. I love the Bills uh, in a tease. You get basically the Bills down to a pick'em, which I think is awesome. I want to go over. Uh, it'll go down to thirty-seven and a half in the Baltimore New England game, and then I want to go with the under in Green Bay and Tampa Bay, which goes all the way up to forty-seven and a half. Uh, I feel really good about that one as well. Absolutely love it. All right, there you go. A couple of teases, some game analysis, and another Sunday fun day coming at you, Six Ringers. Look at that. Thank you so much for joining me today, Fitzy. That was our Pick'em and What to Watch pod for the weekend. Enjoy the slate of football, everyone, and we'll talk to you soon. This has been another edition of the Six Rings and Football Things podcast.